Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Ann Ardeen, Teresa Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi, Jessica. Hi. How are you? I'm so fabulous. Yeah? That's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tell me everything. I'm wearing a big t-shirt. It's fine. <laughs> is it a Kathy t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I'm just slowly becoming her. Act. Act. <laughs> I'm fine with it. You've really, like, rocked your Kathy collection. I you made some wise it. investments this year. Yeah, I'm putting my money into really smart, um, smart decisions. I'm just making smart decisions all around. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, should we just get to it? Yeah. All right. So we are so excited to have this guest with us this evening. He's absolutely the funniest comedian, one of the best actors, <laughs> one of the greatest podcasters, and... <laughs> He's a sharp-dressed man. It's Paul of Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. Why? Why such a big buildup? This is I terrible. Not. I couldn't I, not. I can't follow it. Yes, you can. You don't have to follow it. These are just facts. <sighs> we'll see. Facts I, in I, the I, book of life. I'm sure there will be someone who will tell you you are mistaken. No, nobody that listens to this podcast uh, <laughs> would ever say that to us. Because they would be wrong, and then we would make fun of them yeah. mercilessly. Yeah. We'll right. just ignore them. <laughs> Paul, this mm -hmm. is Retail Nightmares Podcast. This is the second time that you've been on, but we haven't had you on for almost five years. So welcome back. Thank you for having me back. It's it's uh, it's it, under strange circumstances. But look, they, what, what are we going to do? This is the best we can do right now. <laughs> We're doing our best. We're making a go of it. Yeah, you're in your, I guess, is this your den that we're looking at? This is my office, which so I have nice. made my little uh, Zoom studio. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm sitting in my chair that's too big for the room. And <laughs> <laughs> which was a, a, I'm not good at measuring stuff. And so I just look at it and I think, it's a chair. How big could it be? And then when it got here, I was like, that's a pretty big chair. But uh, I'm grateful for it because this is the most time I've spent in it um, since I've gotten it. And it turned out to be a very wise purchase. It's it's time has come. Wonderful. It looks so cozy. I is it a it. dark green leather? It's a blue leather. And, leather. Um, <laughs> it's a blue leather. And <laughs> it's a red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. And then uh, I mixed them together and I got... <laughs> That's, what, that's wow. what you get for red and yellow. It's a and, real mess. Uh, it's a it's a goddamn mess over here. It's full of paint. I painted it. It was it was a, a yellow leather chair that I painted red and then blue. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad you're getting some use out of that piece of shit. Um, <laughs> so you are in uh, L.A. Los Angeles, for those who don't know. Yes, uh, I'm sorry for abbreviating it. Uh, I like to call it LA because I've been there a few times. Well, of, course, of course, you've been here, but I'm, I'm talking about the rubes. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was uh, using, never mind. Um, you've been there since March? Oh, I sure have. Um, <laughs> the last the last place I traveled before uh, quarantine was Vancouver. Um, I was up there working on a show, and I was it was like a real quick trip. I was in and out in a couple days, and then like as soon as I got home, uh, quarantine started. And um, I remember wow. going up, and it was kind of weird. Like I was there for a couple days. First day. Like, I remember talking to my wife about it, like, is this, this is probably okay, right? It's probably okay to do this. It's not long. And then um, the first day when I went to the, um, 
set and they you know they they picked me up in a van and i said hey you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna get in the back seat is that all right and they're like oh okay oh sure if you want <laughs> and then i was going to set and people were were putting out their hands to shake and i said uh, you know what i'm not gonna uh, please don't think me rude i'm not gonna shake hands and everybody was like okay <laughs> and then the next day i started work and it was it like it turned on a dime. Like the next day, people were sterilizing pens to oh, sign wow. contracts and stuff. And so by the time I left, I was there for three days. The time I, I the time I left, um, production started shutting down, and it was it like escalated that quickly and that scarily. <laughs> and then I've just been here ever since. And my wife and I have been super careful more than most of the people that we know. We haven't like taken any road trips just for a change of scenery and all that we've we've really been just staying at home and it fucking sucks yeah. we've been staying at homekins it, yeah you we started to. a podcast yeah. that's how much staying at home we're doing yeah it's good I mean good for you thank you for doing it <laughs> it has been that has been very enjoyable and I didn't know if that was going to enhance our marriage or end it but uh, <laughs> it has it has enhanced I guess yeah, that's lovely. It's it is that is lovely. Yeah, I mean we've all we've all just been home. I haven't gone. I think I I spent last year. I spent three nights not in my own bed, and one was because my friend had a, her wisdom tooth taken out and she lived alone, and so she needed someone to stay oh. with her for the first twenty four hours. And we were this was when we had bubbles allowed. So yeah. she she's in our band. So we were like, okay, you can join our bubble, but basically no one else uh, because we are also being very strict. So I slept on her couch one night, not comfortable. And then uh, <laughs> Jay's brother's family went camping for like the weekend. And we stayed there for two nights looking after their cat. So that was the only, and like mm -hmm. we didn't see any other human person that time. So that's it. And that's like in Vancouver too. <laughs> Did it feel weird to be going to another person's house? Completely. Yeah. 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 It felt so weird. And I remember the first time, cause I've been wearing masks since maybe April. Um, and I remember the first March. time, like <laughs> I've been wearing them for 20 years. <laughs> I'm just, I'm you like, really got it. I'm a trendsetter. I'm ahead of the curve. Um, yeah. The first time walking into a room, not wearing a mask with other, other people, I stood by the front door for like 20 minutes and I was just sort of like, yeah, I'm just like, uh, I'm getting accustomed to the room. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm being really weird right now. I need to just sit down like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did one trip. Um, I went to visit friends in August when there was like very low numbers and the city I went to visit in was also in BC and we're allowed to travel like that. But the experience of getting there, decompressing and being in a city where there were no cases yeah. and then having to get back on a tiny plane where there's like a, a lady like, why do I have to wear my mask? Oh no. Um, it didn't erase the experience, but it took so long. Like I hadn't eaten a meal with anybody in five months at that yeah. point. And I hadn't been in anyone else's home and to have that sort of taste of like normal life felt like I'd sort of walked into this bizarre West world yeah. uh, where no one was wearing masks except for myself and her. She's a nurse. And we were walking around a city and people are just like doing summertime stuff. I'm like, wow, this is, it felt so strange. It's um, wild, and then to go man. back into a city where it's, you know, like I wear a mask when I walk my dog. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be one of those people who like long after, you know, knock on wood, this is over. If it ever really goes back to normal, like people keep 
hoping, but like, I'm going to be one of those people who I'm like, oh no, I'll wear a mask every day. (laughs) Oh, me too, JD. I'm never, (laughs) I'm never, never getting on a plane again without a mask. Oh yeah. Never again. Because you always get sick after you get off a plane. Like every every time. time. (laughs) Why weren't we doing this before? Like people in countries in Asia have been doing it for forever. And like, why didn't it catch on here? (laughs) Yeah. From, from like the moment I I get to the airport, I'm putting a mask on and not taking it off. Um, Yeah. I, I, I'm at the point now where it's like, I don't know when I will trust that Mm -hmm. things are normal. Yeah. I don't know when it's ever going to feel like, oh yeah, going to uh going to a show or a movie or uh, whatever feels like, yeah, this is fine. I I don't I don't know when that paranoia is going to go away. Yeah. It's not paranoia though. I well, it's not it's uh, yeah, that's true. It it's 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 healthy worry. <laughs> it's healthy worry and it's also the it's a skepticism about the way this is all being handled because it's being especially here. Yeah. Um I I don't know how you guys feel about how it's being handled where you are, but it's being handled so badly here. Yeah, it comes that, to come Oh, God damn. I just, it's like you can't take anybody at their word where they say, like, now we're doing this. And if you do this, it's going to be fine. It's like, yeah. uh, okay, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'll just, <laughs> I'm just going to keep putting home. shit on my face and then roll the dice. Yeah. I'm going to keep having weird mask area acne and just be fine yeah. with it. <laughs> I just love whole, this, like, whole, like, whole host of new problems. Situation. Yeah. yeah. This, I feel like a teen again. It's great. Um, Jay and I, right before we started recording this uh, podcast, uh, Jay and I were doing singing practice because we're working on a new album and we just have to record the singing. Basically, everything else is done. We started with recording drums last February, like right before all of this started. And we were like, yeah, we're going to put this out in September. It's going to be great. We're going to go on tour. And now it's at the point where I don't remember how to play any of the songs, but we're really good at singing them. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel like I should start like, learning how to play the songs again and jay was like why like there's no need for us to play them anytime soon you and got I was plenty like, of time good point yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and like yeah. also we don't know what shows are going to be like or what touring's going to be like so yeah. like it might just all be like backing tracks anyway because we yeah. might not be able to tour with like a five-person band so anyway enough about that <laughs> <laughs> should we do a round of retail nightmares why Let's. not yeah. Paul, do you want to go first or did you want us to warm it up? Can you let me see? Yeah, you warm it up because I had a, I had a retail dream. Oh, oh, amazing. Yeah, that's what the, the term is, right? It's like a yeah. good thing that happened. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's, it's short. If you, So if you guys want to or should I just get that out of the way since it's short? Oh, it's really up to you. Yeah. Paul's choice. Paul's choice. Oh, Paul's choice. <laughs> this is so exciting. This is our new um, segment, Paul's Choice. My, yeah, we my, do it every five years. My first... <laughs> a return uh, to this segment. It's been quite a while. <laughs> Paul's Choice. My very first retail job was uh, Hats in the Belfry on South Street in Philadelphia. And um, I remember a day... I've thought about this guy so often... A day that it was just like a busy day at the store, and it was me and one other person working there, and people were wanting to try on a bunch of hats and shit like that, and nobody's being particularly polite. And um, this one guy was sort of working me over, getting me to do some things for him. Um, like, he had a lot of... <laughs> I had to go... That were related to the job, by the way. Not the... <laughs> 
I should point that out. Um, it was just like a lot of going back and forth. No, not this. How about this? Let me try. Let me see that. Let me see that. And then um, he must have been able to tell that I was kind of harried, and there was a uh, there was a quiet moment, and he just went, "Retail's a bitch, huh?" <laughs> and I. I appreciated that so much. Like he said it with such empathy. Like he knew what it, he knew what he was saying. He knew what he was talking about. And I've never had any job I've ever had. I've never had anybody say anything like that to me. Oh wow! And that was the that was like early on, and it never happened again. Like nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened again. But I really, I really appreciated that guy saying that in that moment. It was, it, it really like it diffused me, and it made me. It, it it just it helped my day so much to have somebody that understood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That empathy and that human moment for people in in customer service can really just change everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. And it's only gotten weirder. <laughs> totally. Imagine, imagine a, a haberdashery right now. That would be weird. <laughs> I think I follow somebody on Instagram because of you, Paul, that makes handmade hats. Probably the Wellama Hat Company. Oh, maybe, and maybe somebody else. I'll look it I mean, up that's after the only and one I send follow. you. <laughs> yeah, it actually so may be because know. of somebody else. But I'm then going to send you this link, and okay. then you will you will be mad at me because every hat is fifteen hundred dollars. Oh wow, <laughs> they're beautiful. Like I just yeah. like to look at them. Yeah, it's really they are nice to look at. Like they're so they're so yeah, beautifully I can made. It. And, yeah, absolutely. I like to do this when we're. I like this is my stretch. Yeah. Um, I lift heavy things, but I have no upper body strength. Well, um, dance. Doing a little dance. <laughs> Jessica, did you want to go or did you want me to go? I can I can go. Okay. So listeners might recall a few weeks back, I had a retail dream where I talked about how I bought a new coat uh, that my friend Shauna made. And uh, it's made out of like a vintage quilt. It was very cool. I love it so much. Um and I've been wearing it out on my walks and my trips to the drugstore, which is a block away. Um, that's the, the two only, places. Yeah, yeah, the only place I go. I go to visit my my pet friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> the cats out in the yard. And uh, yeah, the post office and the drugstore, which are in the same building. But I do get a lot of comments on the coat, which I like. It's like always a chance for me to be like, check out my friend Shauna McClellan's Instagram. Free plug. So I was leaving the pharmacy and this older man who was wearing a mask, thank God, um, because you have to, uh, commented on it. And at first I thought it was just like a nice old man. He was like, I love your jacket. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, it looks like a quilt. And I was like, it was a quilt. And he's like, doy, old man. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, I was like, oh, and I sort of had like a split second where I was like, you know, normally I don't really like being approached by strangers, especially during a pandemic. But I was like, oh, that's nice. I sort of like brought a little bit of nostalgia to this like seniors day. And, you know, it moved him enough to say something. And then it turned into a retail nightmare because I overheard him then approach the pharmacy and say like, oh, you've got those masks on. I can't see any of your pretty smiles oh, come on, <laughs> because dude. all the pharmacists and their assistants were all happened to be women. And I was like, oh, you're just one of those old guys who feels that women are there to be commented on and for you to look <laughs> at. And I was like, that's OK. Never mind. Not cute. Bye. <laughs> I can't wait till that's my thing. 
<laughs> I have like, I think, tw- I think 20 years. That's when I'm going to really start leaning into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, look at you. Thing. You're like a, a tasty snack. You look like a quilt. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a quilt. You, you remind sir. me of bed. <laughs> The highest compliment. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of a retail experience. It happened weeks ago, and I've been thinking about mm-hmm. it for this long. Because it's, yeah, when people come up and, like, approach you and want to talk to you and they're strangers now, I'm just like, is this not as weird to you as it is to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, when they make a beeline for you and you're like, six feet, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sir, your <laughs> immune system is probably much worse than mine. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. I also feel like, though, seniors are kind of like, we're just like rolling the dice. They're like, I got nothing to lose at this point. So many of them are. So many. It's wild. All the mask wearers that are like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I almost admire it. Where it's like, look, how how much longer am I going to be around? Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, what if you're like, you are like, hypothetically, this is a thought that I've been bouncing around in my empty, terrified mind. Um, (laughs) So you've lived this long. You're 70. You're you're 80. And you don't know when this is going to end. Mm-hmm. Well, how much of your last few years do you want to spend like this? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want to be a creep at the pharmacy? Creep at the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. He'd n- maybe he'd never done anything like that before. Yeah. And then he's like <laughs> <laughs> maybe every day he has a dare, like gonna, an awful yeah, thing, exactly. but it's like just kind of like a microaggression. <laughs> exactly. He yeah. eats a grape at the grocery store under his mask. <laughs> well, I didn't think of it that way. So now I think he's cute again. <laughs> Maybe his wife can't go out, so he, she dares him to do something awful and report back every day. And it's like, and then they have a podcast. Yeah. Could be. I have like so many retail experiences. I think I'm going to go with um, two, one short one. I bought some drugs at the drug store, the, like the oh. marijuana store. Oh. I'm back on board. I was uh, <laughs> just doing the rounds. I wanted to go to Whole Foods on Saturday because I had meant to go earlier in the week, but work was very busy. And there's a few items, Paul, that I like, and they're only available at this, you know, terrible, terrible store called Whole Foods. And Mm -hmm. I went to go into Whole Foods um, and there was at least 250 people in the store. I've never seen anything like it. And I didn't realize there's like a maximum of 220 people in the location. And I walked in, I was just like teeming with customers. And I usually pop in when like there's no one around and maybe there's 50 people in the store and, you know, you can social distance. And my heart just went right, went just right up. And I just did, uh, did the rounds. Like I went in one door and then right, sanitized yeah. and then out the other and then sanitized again. Jesus. Um, Yikes. But I, um, Paul, wanted to become a pot smoker. <laughs> and like I haven't really ever smoked a lot of pot. And mm. I have trouble sleeping and I've got a little bit of chronic pain. And I had some great pot a couple of years ago where I would just take one puff and then I would fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Uh, and then my friend Jasmine Lukuku had recommended um, edibles. And so <laughs> I accidentally bought edibles that were much too strong. Like it was supposed to be cut into 10 pieces, but I took right. a whole one. Oh, no. And then, <laughs> then oh, I was. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's supposed to be cut into 10 pieces and you took a whole one and you're a lightweight (laughs) yeah and this guy like with like this so the last time i bought drugs i went into this like it was when it was kind of like kind of legal here it wasn't officially legal right right right. and i went into this place and i'm certain i went in with my friend allison and we look like ex-cops the two of us the way we were dressed like we were just coming from the office 
and I, everyone was acting really weird and we're like, what's going on? And I, all my question was like, oh, I just need this for this issue. And the guy's like, well, this should knock you out. I'm like, I didn't think, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, like, yeah. Cause one puff of like this indica knocks me out or I don't know what it, any of it means. I don't know anything about the culture. And like at the same time in the store was so dingy and so filthy. I'm like, I shouldn't ingest anything from here. <laughs> and then to the, ex- to then taking this, um, edible and then being high like I was on mushrooms except for not hallucinating for nine hours ten hours I was still high and having to like walk the dog stoned out of my gourd terrified to be outside Mm -hmm. um so that was the last time I like smoked anything or did anything um and then last fall I bought this beautiful handmade pipe from our friend Lee and uh, was rate uh, like, it's so beautiful. I was like, then I'm going to buy some weed. And I bought some weed online and it just sits on my bookshelf. I'm too scared to smoke it because I don't want to, you know, I get too high. <laughs> Didn't I, I also give you some like years ago that. Yeah. And then I ended up like get, giving it to my neighbor, Chris. Okay. <laughs> I was worried you still had it because I was like, that's not going to be still good. <laughs> like. Yeah, After a few uh, years. Sure, but Alicia, certainly there's someone who can like coach you through, you know, the 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 amount and the right. I guess I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is like it happens in the middle of the night. Like I'll wake up with pain, right? Or and like so, I'm not gonna like. Well, I actually could message Jessica because she's a night owl, but I don't know. Like I'm just like fine. I'll just live with the discomfort because I'd rather be incredibly physically Aww. uncomfortable than like high and uncomfortable. But uh, friends of the podcast, uh, Sally and Graham, had recommended this store. And so I went in and this like lovely uh, man is like, may I help you with something? And I'm like, yes, I would like some edibles. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, what dose would you like? And I'm like, not strong. (laughs) Like I have no idea what to ask for. And so he finds the weakest. Please sell me oregano. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And at the same time, this this young guy who was kind of like, KG um, came in at the same time, but there's too many people in the store. And I was like, oh, we have to wait. And he was like, took a, he seemed a bit offended. And I was like, no, like there's a maximum of five people in the store. And he had like a, a six pack of like inexpensive beer. Like he's young. He's like maybe 20, 22. But he wants to, he really wants to get a pre-roll. And I, I know what that means. And he's like, mm. how much is a pre-roll? He's like, what's your cheapest pre-roll? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, the guy's like $12. He's like, how about eight? <laughs> I just what? love that. Oh. I just loved it. <laughs> I love that. But he came into this, this very fancy store where things are like delivered to you through this, what do you call it? Like a pneumatic tube? A pneumatic tube. <laughs> really? Yeah. Where's love that? it. Where I want to go there. It's right beside Whole Foods. Um, pretty much. Well, it's by, besides the liquor store on Canby Street. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, I know the place. They've got like a fancy window display. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And he said, for me, he's like, oh, well, I have some great yuzu flavored gummies. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really know what yuzu tastes like, but I know it's like a Japanese like citrus fruit. So yeah, it's like, it's oh, just like lemon. I'm trying to look like cool in my mask and my giant parka and like my crazy hat. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I just have a collection of drugs in my home uh, and I just looked at the, the package for the first time and then it's just two gummies and I yeah. figure I yeah yeah well, it'll be fine my advice to you is always just like cut everything into like a half or quarter and start with a quarter wait like two hours if nothing happens have another quarter yeah like do it like that in increments like always start small we do uh, spe- like my 
wife does like she does more recreational gummies than i do we don't smoke um but i'll do sleep ones um, and they're great they're great can they you tell d- me they, what they are in a dm please <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> send me a picture and then i'll order it <laughs> for sure for sure they're Thanks. they're really good it's like some of them have melatonin in them so it's like it's a nice like slides you into sleep kind of oh, um and yeah it works out it works out really well you sleep through the night um and it's very and then you don't you don't feel weird when you wake up it's it's very pleasant yeah it's all worn off by then that's nice yeah yeah do you want me to hit you with my second retail nightmare well i I just i I need to say something first i got i got something to say um (laughs) i was gonna save this for puppo of the week but i feel like i should just say it now um one of our listeners uh is mailing us weed. Did <laughs> just, just, just happen now? This happened yesterday. A pneumatic tube just <laughs> yeah. on a message. Leads directly into my apartment. Um, yeah, I got a, on the like podcast email, I got uh, like a order confirmation from BC cannabis stores and I was like, what the hell? And then I noticed the billing information was a name of someone who is a podcast fan and who I had just mailed some merch from the merch store to. And she had asked me to do a drawing of Hank. And then it I was well, spending yeah. too long and I turned it into a painting of Hank. And then so she was like, <laughs> hey, just so you know, I like wanted to thank you for the painting with some weed. So there's weed uh, that should be delivered within the next couple of days. And it's like gummies and chocolate. So I'll be able to share it with you. At first, I was like, I don't know if Alicia's going to want any, but... I'll try a gummy. Yeah. There's like but some... But you should keep most of it. I mean... It's because I have a collection and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we always like get these wonderful gifts and they're split in a very useful way. Yeah. It'll be... Mm. It will be used if it, it is in this yeah. house. But I also don't yeah, want like to hog it Give me one all, so. tiny... Like, give me one one hundredth of whatever it is. And thank you. And also, you should get it. You made that beautiful painting and that beautiful art. <laughs> the art actually wound up looking... Like her dog more than Hank. So it worked out great. <laughs> well, Hank, no one really knows what he looks like. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I could paint Hank very easily. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like I could do it with a, I could do it with a sponge. <laughs> you would think that. <laughs> it's really hard. And I also didn't have any black, so he wound up being brown. And oh, that's, that's gr- a crucial, a crucial <laughs> yeah. problem. Weird that like I have I have like 150 watercolor pencils, but no black. Like they don't it's weird. Yeah, I, I feel like there isn't a black in my watercolor yeah. pencil kit either. I have two different oh. sets. <laughs> what about yours? My watercolor my watercolor sets all black. It's all black. Oh, wow. I create very moody work. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm interesting. Um, My last story is, I don't know about the two of you, but I never have cash anymore. I always do. Oh, so smart. You're so smart. I always do. I only have laundry change, like rolls. (laughs) Yeah, I have have money for laundry. It's just in a uh, weird bowl. Uh, why am I telling you guys that? Um, Weird the, It's actually a very pretty bowl I got from West Elm that has a face on it. And it's weird, but it's very pretty. Uh, and I was going to say, oh, it's this really pretty bowl. And it's like, no one gives a shit. Alicia, get to the fucking story. Um, <laughs> Alicia, so, you know who else is weird but very pretty? <laughs> you. <laughs> so um, I live on a main street in Vancouver. I go to a grocery store called Choices. I talk a lot about it on the podcast. 
Uh, I've, I'm very sorry for all of the things I've said about you on the podcast over the years. Choices, you've been good to me. And usually there's just a guy named Bob outside. Bob sells the oh, community Bob. newspaper. Choices Bob! Yeah, he's been and there like, for like 20 years. Yeah. And I thought he was some, retiring. No, he's back. He's back. He's okay. there quite often. And, um, you know, I'll buy a newspaper from him if I have money. Or I'll go and get cash out. Um, but on Saturday, there was Sunday, there was a man outside with his dog asking for help. And so I went into the grocery store because they used to do cash back. And I started shopping and like loading things up. And I'm like, I'm going to get some cash and give it to this man. And his dog looked like my old dog. And I was like very anxious about doing something good. I, like I needed to do something outside of myself that day. And just then my friend Rachel, who works with us, she's like, we don't do cash back anymore because of COVID. And I was like, oh, but like three weeks ago, they did. Because <laughs> they gave someone else money. So it was my whole plan. And I was like, That's, I'm like, it's okay. I'll buy all this stuff that I don't need. And then I'll go to the pharmacy and get cash back. Not thinking there's a bank machine. <laughs> Yeah, right there, on, like on I totally blanked, and I lived in this neighborhood for 15 years. This is how you get money. You have to go into a store. <laughs> you got to pretend you want. I spent a hundred dollars to get this man twenty dollars. So um, I get to shoppers, and I remembered that um, our friend Katie Ellen carries Visa cards in case, like she doesn't have cash. Uh, and smart. then I started thinking, I was like, I should get this do- this man's dog a bag of dog food as well. I should so, get this like, dog a visa. And <laughs> 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 scripture tells us to do. <laughs> so I'm walking around the store thinking, okay, if they don't have cash back here, I will get him uh, like a MasterCard or a visa and I'll get this bag of dog food. And I'm thinking like I own a dog that will has diff- like three different types of dog food going at any time because he's so picky. And then I'm just looking at these store brands and I'm like, well, I don't know what any of these are because they're not $45 a bag. And I'm feeling like such an <laughs> asshole. Like I have to give something to the dog because you guys know that I love dogs and I have to give something to the man because it's not fair to just give something to his dog. It's very insulting. Wow. And so at the, I'm like so stressed out. I have no social contact. Basically, It puts the dog of- in an awkward position. <laughs> <laughs> So I get to the cash, they do do cash back and I get like $20 for the, the guy, I buy the dog, the $15 bag of dog food. And then I feel very self-conscious because like, he's not asked me for dog food and now I have this big bag of dog food this man's going to have to carry around. Oh my God. Uh, and so I give him the money and it's like, and I also got your dog this food and he's like, he looks at it, he's like, she's real picky. Oh. <laughs> oh. And this dog was like, almost like she's like a pit bull mix lab, like perfect dog. And beautiful collar and like very this man's like you can see how much he loves his dog and he's like i actually have a big bag of dog food for her he's like but one of my friends could use this but the dog has had this very snotty like lovely air about her and she kind of eyed me and she looked at the dog food bag and then she looked away Whoa. <laughs> and i was like wow. i just love i love this dog so much i love it <laughs> they're struggling to to make ends meet they probably struggle for shelter but she's like turns her nose up at like mm. store-bought dog food i was like a fucking queen i love you <laughs> i love you <laughs> uh so wow. next time I will just give all of the money to the man. <laughs> That's like took a lot of time out of your day. <laughs> and like even talking about it, my heart's racing because I just felt like such a dummy. But um, I hope that I get to the meet right them place. again. That's yeah. yeah. It was just, I love that dog. She was also kind of chunky. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's, she's doing fine. <laughs> she only eats ice cream. Sorry. <laughs> There's a beautiful ice cream shop across the street. I could have solved that right away. <laughs> ah, wow. That neighborhood is, 
I don't miss it is all I will say. <laughs> Not because you live there, but I mean, you didn't live there when I lived there. I worked there for eight years, so I have like bad associations yeah. with like all retail <laughs> nightmares. Anyway, it's fine. Everyone's fine. fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine and we're normal. <laughs> Should we do a palate cleanser with the um, ad? Oh, yeah. Sculpture University. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay, here is an ad from our latest sponsor, Sculpture University. The muscled hand of a musician. The wish of a frail poet. A teardrop made of water. All are sculptures. But what defines a sculpture? It would take a sculpture to answer that. Are you not surprised? Enroll in Sculpture University today. Centrally located at the three-dimensional artisan's hub in the gas district. From your first sphere to a life-sized obsidian hawk. We offer instruction to sculptors at all destinations on their journey. Cutting-edge topics this semester include anti-sculpture, soft marble masterclass, and avant-garde doo-doo art. After the battery of lectures and critiques, there's even more to do. Expand your sculpture social circle at our monthly Eggs with the Mind series with upcoming guests Polymedes of Argos III and winner of Plinth Magazine's Emerging Chisel Award, Angus. What shape is your future? Attend Sculpture University and see what possibilities lie within the slab. Sounds like a really good program. Wow. There we have it. It's inspiring. You get a student loan for that? I don't know. It seems like something only mythical creatures can go to. I don't know. Mm, like Polymedes nice. of Argos the Third. Yeah, I didn't know if this was happening in this dimension or if this was something that you it's needed to be able to oh, travel no. through the planes to it's, experience. It's in the spirit realm. He did say gas town, though. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, no, the gas district. The gas. Di- oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's more like a gaseous state. <laughs> like, oh, that makes okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, vapors are welcome also. <laughs> oh my god! Mythical I vapors. Re- double up on the edibles and I can get there. <laughs> yeah. Alicia can give you her, her leftovers. <laughs> take a, I'll take a whole 10 slicer. <laughs> I feel like they're not allowed to sell them at that dosage anymore. <laughs> this wasn't one of those real places either. No, like, like, this was like before it became it's was become it, standard. Were you at a livestock pot store? <laughs> <laughs> it was the, as clean as the livestock pot store. Would have been. Uh, these edibles are for bulls. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. I'll just knock you out. <laughs> um, that reminds me, my uh, my friend in high school who was like into equestrian stuff, like she lived in the, the horsey horse neighborhood. Girl. Yeah, she was a horse girl. She did like shows and stuff. Her mom would always give her horse tranquilizers when she was nervous. <laughs> Oh. Wow, that's not okay. <laughs> and Is you were supposed ke- to ketamine? cut it up into 10 and she got all 10. <laughs> She's a literal horse girl. Yeah. 
<laughs> she got horse hormones and now she's a horse. <laughs> she has a really long mohawk. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful though. Like she was gorgeous. Um, really tall, really statuesque. Um, the most liquid eyes. <laughs> uh, does that bring us to our new segment, Horse Information? I believe it might. <laughs> okay. So Jay has been doing a lot of research um, for this new segment. I believe we've done it like maybe three times so far. And he's sort of like feeling like he's exhausting all the horse information that's out there to learn. What? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're not doing two segments. We're, we're not doing basic stuff. We're doing like rare horse information. So he was sort of looking for new, you know, depths to plumb. And I was like, well, what about? horse philosophy and so i think that's Mm. where he focused some of his research today um Mm. so of course last week we learned that uh it has been scientifically proven that horses dislike jazz that's what we learned that is a true piece of horse information did you know that paul were you aware (laughs) i did not know that i mean i've never i've never anytime i've been in a place where jazz is playing i've never seen a horse (laughs) yeah but That's I never thought, I never noticed their absence in that way. It's too upsetting for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. You're it's not too allowed. irregular. No they can't predict allowed. it. Is it all forms of jazz? I don't know if it's just like more experimental or mm. if they, you know, it's like bebop they don't like. I don't know. <laughs> like post, you know, I don't, I'm like, I don't know enough about it. So I, I mean, they gotta s- like cool jazz, you know, like those <laughs> little quintets and stuff. You gotta. I mean, oh, Chet everybody Baker? likes that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves Chet Baker. Um, so, okay. So here's some warm up information. The way this segment works is Jay gives us a little piece of warm up information and then we do a true or false. So the warm up is just to like get our minds thinking it's about like our horses. Tr- we're just trotting. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> we're just jazzing it up here. So, okay, here we go. Wise Dan is the first horse to win the same three Eclipse Awards in consecutive years. In 2012 and 2013, he won American Horse of the Year, Champion Male Turf Horse, and Champion Older Male. Must be nice. I didn't know this about Wise Dan. Champion Older Male. (laughs) That's something to strive for. Oh, believe Uh, (laughs) It's on my vision board. Uh, If you need someone to nominate you, um, (laughs) you know, down the road a bit. Uh, when Wise Dan steps down, I knew he was wise, but I didn't know he won all those things. Okay, so are we feeling warmed up? We're ready for the true or false? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to get this ready on my phone. In case uh, in case one of us gets something wrong, we get the big moo, which uh, you don't want to get, but also it's okay if you get it, so don't, don't worry about it. Uh, okay, so I'm going to read both, and then we can sort of discuss what we think. So, A, the Greek philosopher Plato famously likened the human soul to a horse trying to locate its food in a large maze. Wow. Uh, That's beautiful, Plato. Um, (laughs) So, that's A. (laughs) Real poetic guy. (laughs) That's A. Or B... Icelandic horses 
possess several unique gates, including the flying pace and the pig's pace. <laughs> what is the pig's pace? These are tough. I thought, I thought these were true or false. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so one is true, one is false. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, yeah. I understand. Good, okay, okay. Good point. Good point. So, one of these is true, and one of them is false. Yeah. Okay. Do we think that Plato likened the hu- uh, the human soul to a horse trying to locate its food in a large maze, or do you think Icelandic horses have the flying pace and the pig's pace? I'm gonna go with Plato being true. Plato. I really don't know. I'm going to go with the Icelandic horses have the flying pace and the pig pace. Okay. Sorry, I almost started the big moo. I did not mean to. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't mean Is to move you we... off stage. Do... <laughs> the sand moo at the <laughs> showtime of the Apollo. Um, I think it's I think it's B. I think that's the true one. You, hey, you think B is true and Alicia yes. thinks A is true? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I feel like both could be true. Yeah. They both sound very true to me. Okay. I'm going to go with B because I know there's like Icelandic horses are different in some ways. And so I don't know about flying pace or pig's pace, but okay. So I'm going to open the top secret answer envelope now. A is false. What? (laughs) I'm sorry, Alicia. This brings me no pleasure to do this, but you get the big moo. I love the big moo. Okay, so a little bit of follow-up information. Plato's view of the human soul was outlined in his famous chariot allegory. A charioteer drives a chariot pulled by two winged horses. The charioteer represents intellect and the two winged horses represent rational and irrational impulses, respectively. The chariot itself is the soul. Of course. That's a bunch of bullshit. Wow, Jay went (laughs) deep today he went deep plato that is all over the place real first real first draft stuff but that's like that's kind of like the devil and the angel on your shoulders right like they're separated exactly but they're separated by your 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 head head, right and they're both trying to influence you but two horses that are pulling the same chariot and they're winged why are they winged they're winged they're opposite guys like come on they're pegasi yeah Hmm. i mean I guess it's uh, it's like not good. <laughs> well, no, it's not good. Back to the cave, Plato. I never said that Plato won champion older male, so that's <laughs> reserved for wise Dan. Oh, that the big move. Anytime there's, I always have a bell ready just in case there's any kind of competition. Wow, you're you are primed and ready to go. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> I bet you have lots of fun things on your desk. Yeah, I have I'm lots a fun of fun things guy. on my desk. I you bet you do. Look guy. at that. A beluga. That's beautiful. What is that made of? Clay. Oh, really? A golem. Ooh. Oh, look at that little guy. I think it's from Budapest. He just wants it. to do your bidding. <laughs> I haven't seen that one before. And another whale. Fl- another whale. The only cool thing within reach is... My Kathy Latch. <laughs> <laughs> that looks plush as hell. I just finished it. <laughs> it's I've beautiful. got this mother chicken with. Uh, oh, I love this. <laughs> I could just go on and on. Pee Wee Herman lunchbox. Yeah, this has Anyways, been our newest yeah. segment, Show and Tell. <laughs> we are so sorry. It's an audio medium. <laughs> 
It's a real, <laughs> it's a real stroke of bad luck. Sorry, sorry to our listeners. Oh, Cookie um, Monster. What should we do next? Do we want to uh, do Grandma? Oh, oh, what were you gonna say, Jess? I was gonna say, do you want to do grandfather reaction? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So just for some backstory, you don't have to feel bad about this picture. You don't have to respect. (laughs) Great intro. (laughs) You feel free to have your natural reaction when you see this picture. You don't have to respect my grandfather. He's long dead. He was a bad dude. (laughs) There's one in every family. I've got lots of stories. um, This is exciting. But this is not the time for the stories. Um, Really really old guy. This photo is from the 80s. He was born in, I think, 19... Or 1898. So, like... Yeah, old. I I come from a very old family. (laughs) Everyone's dead. Um, Okay, so get ready for it. Here comes... The grandfather reaction. So also, it's my grandfather and someone else, but you'll know which one's which. That is tremendous. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> so for our listener, I have just shown oh. Alicia and Paul a photo of uh, gets old. my prepare right next to oh his doppelganger, Freddy Krueger. Holy and his moly. Classic headshot. <laughs> I just noticed that your your grandpere is drinking beer in that photo. Oh, is he? I thought it was like never never noticed. It looks like it's a plastic cup of beer. I think I think it was a highball. I think it was something a little stronger. Oh, nice, (laughs) man. How many people? How many people have you shown that picture to on the podcast? Um, Well, I for on the podcast. If we don't do it that often, we were doing it for a while. It always gets less than a great reaction. Fifteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we wow, haven't done it in a while. What made me think of it is looking through all our segments when I was making that list today. And I was right. like, oh, I think we should do grandfather reaction. Well, I'm very glad that you did. I feel fortunate to have seen that photo. I'm so but glad it, you got to know a little bit more about my family. <laughs> my people, in, where in, I come from. <laughs> in life, you have shown that to countless people, right? Um, well, the first time I made the comparison <laughs> was probably like 10 years ago. I made, I have a whole album <sighs> 
back when Facebook albums were a thing mm-hmm. called Twins, and I, it was like uh, people who I thought looked like other people. Right. So I think I've got like a Graham Clark and a Harry Nilsson side by side or something. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's there's like a Garth from Wayne's World next to Newt from Aliens, you know? Like there's certain, like, you know, it's not all just people that I know, like my BFF, mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, Graham Papere, he's... Uh, oh. And he's about as nice as Freddy Krueger, too. So, anyway. Hope they're hanging out together. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Like, twins. Hashtag twins. <laughs> they have Instagram in hell, right? It, well, that's what Instagram is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's true. Oh, it's like you a little said it. window into hell. <laughs> so addicted to it. Um, um, is it time for some animals? If you could kiss an which animal would you kiss? Paul. Yes. If you could kiss an animal consensually, platonically, however you see this, <laughs> um, which animal would you kiss? I got to go with number one with a bullet, a turtle. Oh, so I great. think I love turtles because they are such a strange mixture of ridiculous and dignified. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like they're, they're really kind of silly, but then they have the most serious faces and especially like those Galapagos tortoises. Oh. I I just am fascinated by them. Yeah. And they also like, they have their little, those little beaks that they have. I think that they would be good kissers. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> I think, like a nice, a nice like dry, um, but affectionate, kiss i think that of course obviously lasts a long time oh yeah real slow yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah i love them i love them i'd like to i would like to hug a turtle i think that that's a wonderful idea there's i think um, they're so beautiful there's this old jacques cousteau movie i forget i think maybe it's called like the silent world and it's from the 50s or something and it's mm. they go to the galapagos and part of it and they do some terrible shit by today's standards <laughs> i don't want to say that everything they did was good, but there's this whole sequence with the Galapagos tortoises and it's, they're so cool, but they're like riding on their backs and like hanging onto them in the water. And it's like, leave them alone. Just let I them know. eat their grass. Turtles have such a perfect leave me alone face too. Like for all the shit that they have to put up with, they have a perfect face. It's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. I'm, I love sw- them. I'm 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 swimming somewhere. I'm not having fun. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to I'm do a thing. I'm working. Yeah. yeah. I'm working. <laughs> this is fun for Listen, me. Listen, I have a break coming up in 15. If you want to ride my bag, then that's fine. But I still have to work in like a coffee. But also, I'm 200 years old. So yes, exactly. Get the fuck away from me. What about you, Alicia? Oh yeah, it's gonna be a wombat. Oh, <laughs> nice! They're just so cute. Yeah, they're so they're cute very cute, and beefy and uh, innocent and cuddly and yeah, um, a wombat for me. And I would kiss the top of his head and then I kiss his paws. Aww. Oh wait, yeah. I've I've thought this was like a makeout kiss. It can I be mean, any way you want it. I feel like this is you guys have made a fool of me. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
You've no, tricked no, no, me into no, no, going no, no. first to make it seem like I want to make no, out with no, a turtle. No, we said it could be platonic or whatever you wanted. It yeah, is consensual. It's, it's just consensual. Here's what I okay. Then here's what I would do with a turtle if the if the if the, <laughs> if the parameters are open. I would give it like the European oh, on each yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, and then sure. like unsure if you go for the sure third one. Exactly. <laughs> Then we really pull back awkward. and look at each other. Yeah, exactly. Or you might accidentally meet in the middle. <laughs> at the That's very least, my, rub noses would be nice. That's uh. my uh, my memory of meeting Hugh Jackman is he was always, this a, happened a very long time ago. My friend who was 10 years older than me was his personal assistant on X-Men 2. So I was always like <laughs> tagging along behind her. But when he would leave a room, he would do the like French double cheek kiss and he's australian so i don't know where he picked it up maybe they do that down under i've never been um he would do that till every woman in the room when he would leave and i was like 12 or something so i wouldn't even like consider myself a woman maybe i was a bit older when was this anyway but i was definitely like you don't have to it's okay but then he would he would do it and i was like i don't know which way to turn i was such an awkward I think I was like 14 or 15, actually. And I was just like, I, my mom thinks you're hot. I don't know. <laughs> like, very nice my man, though. My mom thinks you're hot. I, you know, he's a very nice weird. man. I met him once, too. He's very nice. He's And he's also really into doing puzzles, which I am, too. So I think that's cool. <laughs> Not only cool heard lovely, lovely things about that man. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I babysat his kid a couple times, and now his kid is like an adult, and it makes me feel old. Um... <laughs> I would kiss a, I'm just going to be a basic bitch and say capybara because mm. I feel like it How would, can you not? It would let me kiss it. I yeah. genuinely of think course. they're cool with so many different animals hanging out with them. They look like they would be good kissers too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they look, <laughs> they're there's all mustache. <laughs> They're all mustache. They, they they have these faces that make it seem like they have a, a hidden wisdom of the world. Yeah. Like they're they. What I like about them is that they have this aura as if they secretly control the show yes. and that no yes. one knows. That's why they get along with everybody. It's because oh, you fools! If only you knew. Yeah. I I sometimes I pity you. Sometimes I love you for <laughs> your. You're ridiculous naivete, but they, they look they look shrewd, I think, capybaras, in yeah. a world-weary way. I love whenever there's videos of them online, like in a um, like a hot bath, like in Japan or something, and they'll be like, <laughs> yes. yuzu, like floating in the bath, and I'm like, that capybara has a better life than me. <laughs> and He's, he's living, laughing, it. and loving, absolutely. Yeah. Have both of you seen the video of the stork trying to eat the capybara? Yes. yes. And then it gets like watched it at upset. least a <laughs> kind of embarrassed. Then he tries yeah. with a slightly smaller one that's still too big. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Dude? I love it. Relates so, so much to that sneaky little stork thinking. They could, he's like, yeah, well, no one's looking. I'm just going to have this <laughs> meal. Like, does no one else see this, this right. delicious thing right here? I guess I'll go for it. Yeah, it's like when I was a kid, I would always try to eat the fake fruit, like, and then I wouldn't be like, oh, is that? 
Is that still a thing anymore, by the way? It can't be, right? So. Fake fruit? It can't be. Maybe somewhere deep in the suburb somewhere. Yeah. Like very I, fancy clay fruit or I'm not sure. I feel like in the, like hotel lobbies, it's always real fruit, but it looks as bad as fake fruit. For like, sure. Yeah. It's like it's free. Granny Smiths that like have so much wax on them that they're like four months old and you're like, I Why guess it's Why is it always free? Granny Smiths? It always is. Maybe it's the Do they color. they keep the best? Maybe. Is the color? I bet or maybe the color looks so fresh. They've done mm. research into like they're the least popular, so they'll last <gasps> the longest because less people will take them. <laughs> oh, they're, they're my favorite. Oh, really? I love a Granny Smith. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah, sour. Yeah. I like they're, sour. They're Lorna's favorite. My they're very mother good for, Lorna. They're very good for voiceover. For uh, uh, they take the um, the wet out of your mouth, not, oh. but not not completely. But they're good for yeah. They're good for absorbing the extra. Um, the extra Saliva? lip smacks and stuff, yeah. Oh, oh, that's fascinating. I just, uh, I'm on a new medication that does that for me, so <laughs> that's why I'm drinking so much water. <laughs> Love my brain pills. Um, there's a little life hack for you. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, me either. So Amazing. Cool. Should we just do Pop of the Week, or do we have more segments to do, or like, how are we feeling? I don't even know what time it is. Wow. 17, let's wrap it up with Pop okay. of the Week. <laughs> All right. So traditionally, we let our guests go first. Paul. I got to go. I got to go with some literal puppos in my neighborhood that I have posted about on Instagram many times. These are two dogs named Thomas and Max. Um, Thomas is a golden with a very white face. Max is some kind of terrier maybe a yorkshire he's like you know the 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 type of dogs that have bangs he's one of those (laughs) and they are dogs that i befriended um mid pandemic last year um and gradually became friends with them like at first they would bark at me every day and then soon they were coming over to visit me at their fence and they are uh they make me so happy when I see them because they're just, I, first of all, you got to always love a big and little combo is always hilarious and adorable. Um, and then they have their weird little, like Thomas is so much bigger than Max. And he will, when I try to, <laughs> when I try to pet Max, Thomas will knock him out of the way. <laughs> What a bully. I know it's terrible, but it's also so funny. And so I try to like quickly move over to the other side. So Max and Max will run around and Thomas will see what's going on and then he'll stick his head in there. Um, but they are, they are uh, such a shining light for me. I adore them. And uh, I just saw them today and posted about them again today. So that's my, that's my pop of the week. Well, okay. it's it's not just you. They have brought me so much joy as well. Oh, seeing so the updates. Glad. Yeah. I'm so glad. And also your, you, you posted them at a time where I wasn't sure if it was like, okay to pet dogs. And so I was, I wasn't petting any dogs or cats. And we were just sort of like, if one wanted to come up to us, I'd like, let it rub up against my legs. And I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. And then it got to the point where we learned more. And I was like, yeah, I think petting dogs is okay. But you're posting about those. And you originally, you gave them different names before you knew their names, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I thought, they're I had no idea. That, I thought I was way off. I thought they were both girls. I thought they were both girls. I named Thomas Linda and Max Joan. Um, and I would just call them that. And then one day, little a little girl that lives in the house happened to be in the doorway. And I asked them, I asked her what their name 
swear I was floored how wrong I was. But I love knowing their names and I love greeting them by name. And um, yeah, they're just they're just the sweetest. But the first time I petted them, I petted them with, I realized, oh, I have a box of uh, surgical gloves wow. that I think I bought as a prop for some sketch or something. <laughs> And so I stuck them in my back pocket and I went over there and I put the gloves on and I petted them and it was, it was so satisfying like, <laughs> after you, so long. You smell really weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a they robot, still let sir. me do it. They Aww. still let me do it. That's but yeah, so they're, nice. they're sweethearts. They're real sweethearts. I love it. Your friendship with them inspired me to befriend a dog in my neighborhood. Like I started in March last year, I started running because I was like, what else do I have to do? I'm right. laid, laid off work. I might as well run. <laughs> And so I met this dog, but I, I named him Tony because I don't know his name. I never oh. learned. And he was always in his front yard. No fence, though. But mm-hmm. I still wouldn't touch him. But right. he always had a ball. And I learned that he would bring the ball to me, drop it, and I could kick it for him. And he'd go chase it. And so we, <laughs> I, it became a thing on Instagram. And I was like, I love Tony so much. I still oh. go by his place. He, of course, isn't out because it's cold here. But mm. I can't wait for March to come around. Maybe Tony will be back out there. <laughs> I hope so. And I really want to learn his real name because I just called him Tony because he reminds me of Tony Soprano. But <laughs> but you so you never see the people, right? I one time like they sometimes in the summer would have their door open and I would right. see like a younger like teenage girl. And one time I was like, oh, I'm the weirdo here playing with your dog. Bye. <laughs> and she was sort of like looking at me. She's wearing riding pants. It's in like the very, very rich neighborhood that I live adjacent to. So I was mm. like, oh, I'll just keep going on my way. I look like a weirdo wearing a mask going for a run. Okay, bye-bye. Please don't have me shot, rich yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the ask. They're not that rich. They're like halfway there to that rich. Anytime you're riding you pants, I get scared. Horse rich, you're rich. Horse yeah. rich. If you can afford a horse in your life, if you want yeah. to just part-time. That's you're rich. That's horse information part two. Should I puppo? Sure, yeah. Who's your puppo? puppo? I got two puppos. I have Hank, who is wonderful. I love him so much and such a, a wonderful little weirdo. And then I had a jack one eyed jack sighting um, for Paul, who may not know this. On Christmas Eve, I found a dog. Um, I was standing outside my apartment with Hank. I can't even remember what I was doing. It was a blur. It was the one night of the year. We were allowed to have company if you were a single person. So I was like finishing work, making dinner for my friend Sarah and everything that could go wrong seemed to be going wrong, including finding a lost dog uh, right before my friend's supposed to show up. But this beautiful dog came running up to me and started playing with Hank and Hank got along with him. And Hank's a bit like skittish around other dogs, doesn't have a lot of dog experience. So in my heart, I was already accepting Jack as my own. And... uh, (laughs) He's a little dog. He looks almost like an Italian greyhound mixed with a chihuahua. He's beautiful. Wow. He's just like a he's like a, a drawing of a dog. What mm-hmm. you and, and you forgot to draw an eye because he only has one eye. Right. <laughs> and um, I put him on a, an extra leash I had and walk, started walking him around the neighborhood. And I immediately he just walked me right to his house. Like oh. he's so smart. He's so smart. We, he's so lucky that he didn't get hit by a car and his little girl was just like bawling her eyes out. So I got oh. to be this like miracle on Christmas Eve. Oh. When I, and then I never saw them again, even though they're, they live in a neighboring building. And a couple of weeks ago I met them again and the, the little girl was so shy, like to talk to me. And I was like, I'm just like an, an idiot that lives down the street. I just got lucky. Like, and I was like telling her it's her dog that took me home. I had nothing. And, uh, but Jack and Hank play so well together 
And today there there was ships in the passing in the night. They didn't see each other, but Jack is like the best dog. And he and Hank are like separated at birth. They totally get each other. They love playing together. Oh. He's such a beautiful little dog. I love him so much. So Jack's Aww. my other puppo. Cute. Do you have any pictures of him? Yeah, I'll send you one. Yeah, please. I would love to dog. see him. It's yes. a little bit blurry because I had to just post it. On, I was posting to Twitter and like Instagram. Like, whose dog is this? Well, that'll be like I'll know how how it feels for him to look at pictures. That's true. Aww. That's so true. <laughs> you would love him. He needs small Paul. He's like maybe yeah. this big. Maybe he weighs about ten pounds. I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, how about you? I have several people. Puppos. Poplos. I have pepples. Um, they're different. <laughs> it's a different new thing. Um, the other day, the day, I think it was the day before Valentine's Day, we had snow and it, it stuck and it lasted for like a day and a half, which is how things go in Vancouver. Usually without fail, it's like right around Valentine's Day. Uh, I know this because my parents got married on Valentine's Day and they'd always be like, it snowed when we got married. And I was like, <laughs> I remember. But I was like, are there going to be a lot of people out? I don't want to go out if there's like a ton of kids like doing stuff. But Jay and I went out for a walk and it was sort of like dusk, sort of like around five o'clock. And there weren't a ton of people out, but there were so many snow sculptures out it was mm -hmm. so beautiful. I posted a bunch of pictures of my favorite ones on Instagram. And it was just like we walked through the rich, fancy neighborhood and it was kind of deserted. And it like had this sort of like magical, like the sun was sort of shining even through the clouds and it was like glowing. And there's all these little sculptures everywhere, like these snow, snow people. And they all seemed different. Like they were unified in a certain way, but they were also all different from the snowmen of my youth. And I was like, what is this? This is so cool. Like they're using twigs in interesting ways that I haven't seen before. And they all <laughs> look like wonky in the same way, but I knew that they were all made by different people. And then there was this one amazing one that was seven feet tall. It was massive. Like it was in front of a house that was probably $10 million. So they probably have like someone from sculpture university lives there and like is the <laughs> resident snow sculptor. Uh, but it was still really impressive. And they had used Ivy to make like little glasses oh, wow. and like a mouth. And there was like a sculpted nose and ears with like a little, it was like wearing Jeez, a, wow. like a conical hat. It was almost like, um, it was like a flat top on the, so it was like wearing a fez or something. It was kind of cool. It was kind of reminded me of those characters, um, from like life is hell. Um, Akbar and Jeff. Yeah. But, um, yeah. sort of like a cross between that and Mr. Peanut. It was, is weird. Anyway, I have a photo <laughs> on my Instagram. Um, but then I was thinking, I was like, why do all these snow, snow people look different now? And then I was like, I bet you this has something to do with the movie Frozen, which I've never seen, but I looked up Olaf, right. the snowman from Frozen, and he has three little like twigs sticking up from his head. And so now all snowmen have this. And I was like, I've learned <laughs> snow truth, <laughs> snow trends. They're changing. <laughs> but those are all my puppos, the snow, snow creatures. Fantastic. So Very endearing this year, like more than ever. <laughs> Just like seeing physical manifestations of like, uh, joy and just like then the snow is completely gone now it was gone like a day after that so wow. living here is funny because in other parts of canada it starts in october and lasts until march and here we get mm. one day and it's like well we have to own <laughs> all the snow gear to use it for one day and it takes up all the space in our <laughs> tiny apartment 
I'm not complaining. I liked it. I liked the, the change. <laughs> yeah, me too. Anything that's not rain is great. Anyway, that's my popo. So that brings us to anything you need to plug or like one of your many podcast uh yeah i'll just tell people freedom uh with uh me and lauren lapkus and scott ackerman is, is free every thursday and uh stay f homekins with me and my wife janie had tompkins is every friday night we record we have like a little date night um after dinner we we have a drink and record the podcast and then we throw it up without any editing <laughs> I love it, it. it goes up immediately so wow. um, yeah we've been doing it uh, it's coming up on a year which is very strange strange Holy and uh, yeah hopefully um we can do it with less frequency very soon <laughs> but um we'll but we'll see but that's uh that's it follow me on twitter if i stick around on that fucking hell site <laughs> <laughs> i mean i hope you do because you're one of the bright lights yeah um seriously <laughs> well that's very kind we'll see that's Ooh. that's very cool like just to have as a historical document that like stay off homekins like the fact that it's like a married couple and it's like it's not scripted or edited in any way yeah i feel like people will be studying it you know 50 years from now and be like what was the pandemic like this is like a first-hand account i mean we talk about it a lot so hopefully yeah. it'll be helpful for the future there was but something yeah, really... called netflix that they watched all the time <laughs> It really is like people say it's like it's like hanging out with somebody, um, you know, like a lot of people will will like cook while they listen to it or things like that. And I, I like hearing that, that it's it's a nice um, I because I, I listen to podcasts like that, too, where it's like visiting with someone. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, it's very simple. You're, <laughs> you're either going to like it or you're not. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's great. We need more conversations like that because like all the conversations we're having, even if we do see our friends are like, Is, how are you doing? Are you, are you okay? Like yeah, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not a normal, you know, old friend yeah. conversation. So Absolutely. I, I, I embrace any, that anywhere I can get it. <laughs> Alicia, where can people buy your book? You can buy my book um, on Amazon. You can buy it at Barnes & Noble. You can buy it at Chapters Indigo. You can buy it directly from my publisher at Arsenal Pulp Press. Uh, you could ask your library to bring it in for you. Uh, there's a chance they may already have it. Um, yeah. And if you don't want to buy it, that's also fine. <laughs> It's not okay. No, it's fine. I mean, no pressure. Somebody like usually gets fairly like good reviews. And I try not to read any reviews, but the last time I checked Amazon, there's more reviews and it has like a four star rating or something, but somebody gave it a one, one star recently and it was like, that hurts. That's <laughs> just how it goes. You can get a hundred five star ratings and then the, because there's one, that's mm -hmm. the one that sticks out and you'll always, remember forever. Always, always. Yeah. I wish yeah. we could untrain our brains to mm -hmm. not feel that. Uh also follow Alicia on Twitter. Yeah, follow my outfit of the day account, Farmer Ma'am. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. Wait, dress like a farmer. <laughs> That's my goal, really. Is a just cool dress like farmer, a farmer. A cool yeah. fashionable <laughs> farmer. Yeah. If people want to listen to some music, you can watch the music video for Bongo Dance. So good. By our latest musical project, Auto Syndicate. You can find the music video on YouTube or you can listen to us on Bandcamp. If you want to see the photo of my grandfather, you can see it and many other things on our Patreon, patreon.com slash retail nightmares, or you can buy some merch at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Other, other things, I'm Billy Dracula on Twitter. I'm Energy Slime on Instagram. 
you can follow my weird other Instagrams, Pantsered Peace Snaps, which is hideous food. Um, or why are these ads so bad? Which is a private account, but I'll approve anyone who wants to follow me. <laughs> but you got to want it is the thing. I feel like I so it. many now people want it. I get yeah. I get so many requests and I'm like, it's really bad. Like I say in the name, these ads are bad, but they want in. And then they they're like, they got to earn it. They got to earn it. It's worse than I thought. Um, I wish I could plug our new Energy Slime album, but it's not, uh, who knows when it's coming out. No pressure. I just want the world to hear it. It's good. (laughs) I want the world to hear it before (laughs) there's no world to hear it. Not to be dark. (laughs) Wow. That's not like you. It's not like you. I'm normal. I'm normal now. I'm normal now. (laughs) I'm normal now. Paul, thank you so much for yeah, everything that you do. Oh, thank you so much. This was this was such a, a a treat. It's so nice to see you both again, and thank you for all the the laughs and the nice conversation. To you as well. Yeah, Paul. thank you. Right back at you. Thank you for you've like on all various different platforms. You've provided a lot, a <laughs> yeah. lot of laughs throughout this past year. So that's great. I'm glad to yeah, hear that. Thank, thank you, you very much. So much. All right, everybody. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Um, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.